Here we are, and welcome to the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about the book of life as we enter the... I'm not really prepared to host. Sorry, Shia. I don't know how you do this every week. Here we are, and welcome to the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Shy, Lily, how are you doing today? Well, who starts? In order Shy, to how are you? I mean, I, feeling, typically Lily I'm, and I just jump in with whoever has a story. I'm not used to being on this side of things, Shy. I get it. I, you know what? I just want to say I subscribe to a lot of emails. Like, I, every time I buy something, I'm, yeah, put me on the list, partially because I secretly think if I don't sign up to their thing, they won't send me the thing that I want, right? So, or, or, or if I'm, if I'm getting like tickets for a show, <laughs> yeah, but- I'm getting tickets for, for a show that like, that I won't get the access that I really want. But now I, I, I'm getting, I get these political ads and things and they're written in this really <sighs> manipulative way about you won't, you won't read. You won't guess what Kamala Harris told me. Um, I don't want your political ad. I don't. I'm not interested. Not. I don't. I'm not interested in the local. <laughs> the local gardener. I know it's civil society and it's important on one level, but I'm not interested in those emails. I, I know it's like super hypocritical because I get every Banana Republic, and but those could have sales in them, so it's different. Those might have a discount yeah. code. And, and you know, I consider and when myself, I miss a good I, discount code, how upset I am. And I consider myself politically well read. So I'm going out and seeking out the information. It's just the email, the unsolicited emails. I like signing up for emails. It's when I start getting an email for something where I know someone gave it to somebody else. And then on top of that, the way the subject line is written. Isn't it's very, oh right it's very well so, it's so like what does it bait. say about it's like i'm, like I'm gonna bait. have to i'm gonna have to what? quit i like that less when they send me the mail enhancement your student <laughs> loan is about to expire email see it reminds so wait, me i of only those... get shoe sale emails and you're you getting a lot of shoes mail enhancement and political stuff so i feel like targeted ads work man <laughs> i worry a little bit about my worldly aspirations here i did want to say that i i i want i offered to host today i actually forced shy and lily to let me host today because shy does so much for the pod he does so much for me and lily to take care of us and lift us up that i wanted to relieve some of his burdens and host instead and let him (laughs) sit back and relax but i'm realizing it's like one of those times (laughs) where you're making someone's life harder because you're trying to do them a favor. So I apologize, Shai, for trying to help. <laughs> um, but, you know... That's maybe the nicest thing you could have done or said. I really appreciate it, that. Except well, for the fact that Shai is often like, girls, by helping you give me so much more work, just let me do it. No, but, it, <laughs> but we do give so much work. So, but right now we're between the days of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. 
which is a really important time for us, you know, kind of take stock of things, which is what we'll be doing in this episode. We will be discussing that. And one of the things I'm trying to take stock of is, you know, how at 36 years old, I might need to stop always acting like the youngest and grow up a bit and help a bit more. But the good thing about Yom Kippur, which we'll get into in this episode, is that you don't really have to keep any of these promises. You kind of know that you're going to break your promises. So somehow it's supposed to work. Mm, so it's the loophole. Uh, that, I, but that's not the top lesson of young people. <laughs> Everyone has their own takeaway. <laughs> um, so if can we just get right into it? Or is there anything else? Well, I think just context, context wise, every year for the last couple of years, we do a book of life episode and in, in, in the spirit of the fact that over this 10 days, there's this concept in our community that the book of life will be sealed in the next 10 days. And in a sense, your whether it's your actual physical fate or your spiritual fate or your path to the next year is set by the end of this week by the end of Yom Kippur and then we take this deeply meaningful thing and we apply it inappropriately to some kind of subject of pop culture and make light of a really important life and death part of our culture so that's I I would say is my context for this episode that we're we're going to talk about and so in particular for this year's book of life we're going to talk about the characters that should have lived from, you know, movies, TV shows, pop culture. And, you know, in brackets, you can also add who should have traded places with them. Like who would you have, who would, if it was up to you, who wouldn't have made it into the book of life, you know, in their place. Um, so, um, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, just, is that, is that a good, good explanation? Yeah. Oh, wait, I think sorry. So, the, I- so sorry. So what I was going to say is, is um, while we decided that was going to be the topic for this week and we each did our own prep and we really did fill out these notes quite well, we didn't really discuss further what that meant. So it seems that Shy and Lily and I all came into this with a slightly different interpretation. Which is also makes it fun. Which is what will make it fun. So you'll see each of our approaches as we, as we get into it. So, um, round what shot, you know what? I actually feel like I do need to hand it over to you because you wrote the outline and I'm not entirely sure how you wanted this to run. The best. So this is my favorite. This is exact. I'm so glad I predicted this before you started. This is totally fine. I, are you, guys, totally are you cool. guys having a secret podcast text chain? No, I'm too No, tired. I literally a minute ago, I said, we often help, but it gets to a point where like it's clear. Well, I'm trying that to help, but then I'm not really stuff. sure if I like, think you're doing a great job. I think you're this doing is a great why job. I'm gonna take also, a whole course the of three facilitation of us, to learn how to do this. The three of us were also up very late last night. We kind of partied Way past our bed. It was super fun. I didn't even make it to the end. I didn't make it to the end. We had we had a I promised my sisters they would witness me partying, and we did. And then I facilitated uh, three hours of my mother's reunion of her gap year and 50 year gap year in Israel, which was a lot of fun with um, her crew. 
60 people. So we're just a little tired today. But okay, so we're going to go in three rounds. Each of us is going to present a character, a character, a fictional person who we think should not have made it into the book of life of their universe, and then propose another character who should have died. Um, again, this is wildly inappropriate, but also somewhat amusing. It's and we welcome also. people's We welcome it's people's fiction. feedback. And we're going to have controversial takes because that's what also makes it fun. And uh, I'll also say that in a lot of cases, in my case, I'll say there are two stipulations for my rules. Or actually, when you do, when you go first, say your stipulations for your rules. And Lily, you're up first. So what were the rules you applied to this situation? Well, I followed Becky's lead and I only... Was gonna. I was only gonna look at like Yom Kippur does this last year of your life, not your entire umbra of your life. So I started off that way, and then I kind of switched because there aren't enough people that died on shows that I watched. So I broadened. I'm um, amazed how many shows you watched had or movies you watched had integral people that you wished hadn't died. Oh my God. I, I'm disappointed in myself because I really do feel like I could um, do better with this topic. Like I, 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 I am the one that's often like, no, yeah, I, but when, I have a really hard time when I researched, to let people go. When I researched the topic of, you know, shows from this year and characters that have died and I was just, you know, doing this for readings. I was like, I've seen two out of 25 of these shows that are on different lists. And so I don't know, guys. I a, I'm not sure I, I should this be hosting year was a this blur podcast. This, this year was like a really big blur to me with the new baby and stuff. So it's hard for me to fully lock down what I'm seeing throughout the whole year. So I would just say these are some things I cannot. Anyways, one of the let's well, just go with. And the, what was your criteria for who you switched out? Oh, it had to be somebody just deplorable, like somebody okay. that shouldn't didn't deserve. Like if that. If I had, I'm not saying that for the story, it would have made a better story that they croak. That's yeah, not I what agree. I'm it wasn't, it, we, yeah, we it wasn't based that on a lot of these stories. It had to go the way it went. Right. But it had nothing to do with making it a better I, this story. Is purely if these less. were my friends who I would trade out. <laughs> like this is, you know what I, I mean? Say, Lily's is, first one is, you know. This is purely fictional in the sense that I'm treating these people as if they're not real, because it'd be terrible to imagine somebody uh, dying, but also real in the sense that I, this is no way in shape connected to the story that these guys are related to. Because obviously the show was meant to be the way it was meant to be. In my case, I understand Shy feels very differently about one of his picks. So um, if anybody's watched The White Lotus, I definitely... Oh, there's spoilers and everything here people oh yeah yeah because we're just spoilers. talking about characters that die so right that's mm. like the ultimate spoiler i just feel like olivia was a gajillion times more deplorable and like horrendous in that show than armand i i while armand does poo in someone's suitcase i fully <laughs> admire him for that act and i and i do feel like he was really close to rock bottom and turning his life around so, whereas Olivia seems like she's just going to become like an much awful, worse, much worse, yeah, like the like the worst member of our society. Feels like know. the like her like the events of this trip empowered her more. Exactly, just made to, her to justify her behavior. Yeah, her well, very toxic behavior. So, 
Yeah, she's the worst. That, and Armand, a, I feel like I could have turned it around. That's a fair case, but honestly, I I, I think Armand was a, a, a doomed terrible person. Doomed, yeah. <laughs> Becky, how about you? Okay, so we could do an entire book of life characters that should have lived this is just, so just on the show Grey's Anatomy. We could do four I mean, rounds just on that this would one make show. a great episode, and I get to weigh in too. Yes, having it, never seen that a would be episode. like me weighing in on the Marvel movies. Yeah. So, um, but just but also, for if you this look season, at the list of how many people have died on that show, it's, it's like I, really frightening. <laughs> I would say it is absolute garbage, garbage that DeLuca died, garbage that DeLuca died. And I know people, I think people, I do not agree with you here that he shouldn't have died, that he, no, I don't care about DeLuca that you're saying who he should get switched out for. I I don't agree. I th- the reason Lily, I think he should Becky, get hold on, Lily. Let Becky say her thing and then react to it. No one else can see the notes. That's how the show Fair. unfolds. The reason I Fair. think he should have been switched out for Karasik is because they wrote Karasik off the show anyway, and they wrote oh, him off the show okay. in a way that felt not that it was underwhelming, but it was. It was basically Krasik gets this horrible case of COVID. He almost dies. It's very upsetting. He doesn't die. And then he decides he's going to devote his life to fighting, um, I guess, fighting racism in the healthcare system along Jackson, who's also leaving. And that's a very noble cause. But for his character, it felt very like, oh, I had a near-death experience and now I'm going to become this really great person. So it felt a little bit, I don't know empty or too good like not earned for for the character that he is so i was like i might just killed him off and then there would have been a more meaningful you know death than poor deluca this poor guy we've invested so much in his well-being and success and then he just gets stabbed i mean it's really it's it's really classic graze um so that's my switcheroo shy Okay. Look at me hosting, Shy. You give me all right. So for my my biggest one, my biggest one is Money Heist. Okay, Money Heist, which is now in its last half of the season, which was started released. Which I, I, I just okay. Money Heist. The best this show could come up with for its final act was to kill the, the character who was the most sympathetic and most beloved, and. They killed a character. Her name was Nairobi. And once she died, I look at the rest of the heroes and are the heroes. And I'm thinking like, wait a minute. These guys are a bunch of terrorists. Who I like when you say bank. her name was Nairobi as if she was a real person. Yeah. Are there a bunch her of, name once, once she's out of the show, right? Cause her character is a thief who's trying to, uh, pay for better her, her, her son for her life yeah. for her, to get her, her son child. back or for for, her, yeah, her, to make up for her child for her child her the child. rest of them are essentially criminals who want to be criminals and who justify it through like all of these man of the people kind of ways but really their their appeal to the people is more so a tool so they can Right. The public opinion is 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 a tool that the professor uses to commit his crimes, la, la opinion publico or whatever he always talks about. So uh, once she's left, 
and then the, the 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 preview has the season left for you know stopped, and then it's many months later we pick it up. So I'm picking up the show with Nairobi dead. Now I'm rooting for the cops. I'm the pregnant cop whose career <laughs> so, was ruined. Who's now? So, now she, like it opens with her. It opens with her with her gun pointed on the professor. I'm thinking like go get that guy, and she's the one who essentially tried to kill Nairobi. But now I hope they catch all of the criminals. They got Nairobi killed as so. Far as you're seeing. You're not just like this was one character better than the other. You're although you haven't said who you'd switch her out for, but which I assume is Tokyo because I guess she's the worst. No, but, no, I'd, I'd switch her out for Raquel because Raquel's no, character Raquel's <laughs> really makes Lisboa. no sense. Lisboa. The, the, yeah, um, the Lisbon, the, Lisbon, the character who who is a police officer who for no apparent reason joins this gang, who everyone in the gang hates, who they've thrust into this main role and central role in the gang who's chanting for Nairobi, right? Like so much of the season is built around bringing her from the outside into this gang, Oh my god, to break her into the to the place where they're all stuck. No way. I would trade her for Raquel. Um, so your thing is fundamentally about how the death of this character ruined the story. It ruined the story. You. It ruined the show because that character once that character is taken out of the mix of the show, it it was like the emperor has no clothes. I already didn't love the other side characters. I already didn't love the morality of the other characters, but once they take her out of the show, I'm now rooting for the police because <laughs> mm-hmm. because now I just I don't have real sympathy for the rest of the characters. Even Denver and Monica, who were so awesome in the previous season, again, criminal, and even though, again, criminal and woman who calls herself, is it? Stockholm because Stockholm. she literally has Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. syndrome. Um, now their relationship is falling apart. There, there's nothing to root for now in this last act, or I guess they'll contrive some reasons to root for them in the last act, but I don't care. So I'm, I've never dropped off a show so hard as I did after Nairobi's death. So for mm-hmm. me, I, if they had killed Raquel, which they had built a lot of tension around her potentially dying, then you would have had much more sympathy for Raquel. You would have much more sympathy for the professor because he would have had a, a, a loss. He would have lost his brother in the previous season. And now he would have lost the love of his life. And then Nairobi would continue to be the heart and soul that you rooted for, and she could have stepped into an even bigger leadership role. Now, the character everybody likes is gone, and everybody else makes no sense. I don't know why they don't just have you in these writer rooms. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't think I have any way qualified. I'm just saying. You're not not qualified. You're not less qualified than the people writing these scripts. And and I actually, I couldn't remember how she was killed, but she was killed in such a definitive way, they can't even do a fake out. So she's done. All right, now we're up to round two. Becky, you're going to kick off round two. Round two, who should have been in the fictitious book of life? And 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 what are your thoughts on it? So I go back to this show, Debris, that I know I'm the only one that's seen. And there's only one season. And don't bother I watching saw the first it because there's only I saw one the, season. I saw the first few episodes. But this is a switcheroo because the show starts off with this incredibly important person that the mystery hinges on is dead and so you're going well if the most oh, important person who has all of the information is dead then how are we going to get this information like it's in his brain it doesn't exist anywhere else he's dead and you know everyone's kind of scrambling around to put pieces together without him switch on a switch he comes back to life 
Wait, so, he comes back to life as in he literally is resuscitated he is or he was reanimated, dug up from the grave and reanimated using alien spaceship parts. <laughs> it makes more sense when you're watching the show. I mean, um, that is part of the universe of the show. Yeah. Okay. And so I was going to say George shouldn't have died. He should have been brought back to life. Like he should be the one that saved because the show would work a lot better. Well, you know what? They did it. So you get to switch George out for George. I think his name is George. I might be wrong, by the way. I should probably Google <laughs> that. But it's the dad character. So um, the show I, did it for me. Yeah. Okay. And one of so his I'm eyes gonna, gets all weird. I changed the order, so I get to go next this time. I'm going to go. I interpreted this, by the way. <laughs> it's as very all- controversial. All time. I didn't go for just this season. I was just, I like the topic because I think you can revisit this many times. And I'm going to go big. And I think this is something people can really relate to. Harry Potter, spoiler alert, book five, serious Uh, black. I've never never seen it. Never read it. I don't know. You won't remember. It's fine. Serious black dying just sucked the fun out of Harry Potter. Is he the one that helps him in the Prisoner of Azkaban? He is the prisoner. Yeah, he's of the prisoner of Azkaban. Who um, turns out that's a, that's to a be cool Godfather, right? Harry Potter's one potential family member, and he's he's a real potential Gary mentor. Oldman, yeah, and, and a much seen, and, and not read any of this. <laughs> and, and, and a much more Somehow. and a much more hands on and interesting uh, mentor than Dumbledore, who's just constantly lying to Harry, and. He, in the book, it doesn't even. Not even the book, the scene in which he dies to this day, the way it's written in the book, never makes any sense. It's actually done very well in the movie, and it's really sad. But I think the movie version of this book is a better execution because they give you enough time with him that his death is earned a lot more. But it always just drove me nuts because I, I was so bummed that Harry leaves this story with literally not a singer adult figure other than the Weasleys that that were close to his parents, right? The Weasleys take care of him, but he doesn't have a single one. Uh, well, oh yeah, no, Lupin dies too, right? So, but Sirius Black, I really wanted to further explore that relationship. I never understood why Harry couldn't just live with him and have them go on adventures. And now I'm going to get really controversial because I'm yeah. going to say, you know, you know who they could have offed? And it would have made a lot more sense as Neville Longbottom. Because Neville Longbottom's... <laughs> Who the hell is that? Exactly, ne- Lily. People are always always talking about Neville Longbottom's the real hero of Harry Potter. In six books, that kid is can't that- move a frog from one place to another. And then at the end, he's suddenly the hero of the revolution. To me, they could have picked any other character and had that made sense. Neville. Yeah, but here's a question. Is me not knowing anything about Harry Potter or giving a shit about it, like somebody not knowing about Star Wars? Am I that yes. person? Yes. <gasps> yes. I'm just saying, how, picking Neville. Uh, 100%. Everyone, I just Wait, saying, should I saying agree? That, uh, Am I that like annoying person? It's like, I don't know about it's Star Wars. No, I, I think it's more like if you don't know about Lord oh. of the Rings. I think I think it's it's more okay makes, it's, it's somewhere between Lord of the Rings and Star Wars because Star Wars is more ubiquitous. But for this younger generation, Harry Potter is really the thing that tickles their imagination. But to me, I just think Neville Longbottom interesting way is, to put it 
is painted as such a loser by J.K. Rowling that his sudden rise as wow. hero of the revolution, I would have rather seen Luna Lovegood oh, or, yeah. or, or what's her name? Uh, I think uh, J.K. Rowling uh, should be the one who should not be named on this podcast. Well, fair enough. Cho, Cho Chang. I just think there are other characters that could have done it than just this, like, this goofy kid who is, I, I, you know, and I think when people talk about, oh, I love novels so much, I just think that's like when people say George Harrison was the best Beatle. I mean, he was a Beatle, so he's who obviously says amazing. That? Wait, who people says say that? Wait, who says that? People say who, that all which the time. People? Didn't, did the, he, those did, people obviously don't want Harry Potter. Didn't he write I mean, Here no, Comes the Sun? that's not a good correlation. He did write Here Comes the Sun, yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. not the best Beatle. I know, but that's, that's the best song. Didn't he also so. write uh, something? He wrote something. Yeah, yeah so he, he wrote like he, the two best songs. So I don't, so I'm not I saying mean, he's the best Beatle, but my two favorite a, songs, my two favorite He's songs. great. He's iconic. He's part he's of the He's not the thing. best Beatle, though. Who is look, the best? He's definitely Beatle. the hottest Beatle, though. The two, you the know, two. Look to him. The, so if you're it. talking about those kids, the only two competent wizards in that entire group of young kids are Harry and Hermione. The rest of them. What I about don't the even, redhead, Ron? He, no, he, he's he's the one, really the one. Ugh. The one time he's good at anything, he's juicing himself in that soccer Quidditch thing. So yeah. I'm just saying, like, I do feel like this has turned into a Harry Potter podcast, though. Okay. I, and and by the way, I am not an expert on Harry Potter, so I, I want the people who are that are listening, who are super angry, to send all of your messages, and I promise I will read and react to them in the future. I promise, because I, okay. I am just using my podium to just say nonsense here. Lily, go for <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go quick. Who, what I, show are I, these people from? Um, um, Lovecraft Country. Oh, I am, my God. I am really annoyed right. and sad <gasps> that tickets atticus right the main yeah, character right dies at the end and this is where i, I, I think of lovecraft on, on the this rules on the rules of shy of well i did love this character he was great fundamentally by killing him they they i think they shot themselves in the foot but there's no season two season there's, there's no, no season, season two. two but season two is written the creator wrote it she, she imagined a season two well she killed her most important character the, the, the character that drives the story and while i do think obviously maybe it was a budget issue maybe that's not the reason it didn't get renewed but in my mind i was like yeah no shit it didn't get renewed because he's the 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 root of the story and while um letty is is a wonderful amazing character I don't think that it, like it, this is a pass the baton type thing where the next season would See, have been. See, I, I beg to differ. I, I beg to differ. I think the show really was about Letty, and and we were led mm. to believe otherwise. But I think she's it, great. But I don't know. But by the end, where she has pregnant, I think she's you know. I think he could have lived, and and then even if there wasn't going to be a second season, I think he could have lived. I think that would have been a nice way to end the story. I, I don't like besides some like Jesus-y type, you know, connotation of him dying like spread out on a cross at the end. I was just like not having it. And I would have traded him for that like horrendous witch, Christina. So that's mine. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. And you do go by your roles where you just would like that someone you like. It's, okay. It's the emotional right. reaction. Now now I get to start this round. So I'm just gonna go like childhood memories. Alon, our dear friend who's come on the podcast, had a poster. He went to the premiere of this movie and he had a poster of it. From this Touch is a great movie. In his room. 
I'm just going to quickly say Turner and Hooch. I, I would, I would have kept Hooch in the book of life. I love Tom Hanks, but you can't shoot the dog the way they shot that dog in that movie where it jumps (laughs) in front of the person for, it's a kid's movie. It jumps in front yeah, of the guy. Yeah, but it's from the it 80s. Just, they just blow the a hole. The rules were very different. They blow a hole in Hooch. And all of the dog babies in the world cannot make you feel better at the end of that movie. So I love Tom Hanks, but you can't shoot the dog at the end of the kid's movie, which is why I love K-9 with John Belushi forevermore more than Turner and Hooch. That's all I have to say there. <laughs> I, don't think, really? I think you could trade out any dog that gets killed in a movie for a person. Because no dogs should die in movies. Um, mine is really easy. Anyone who's ever died in any Marvel movie for Chris Evans. Agreed. He didn't, he didn't really officially die. He just got old. But he dies. And he, he dies. can never be in the stories again. So not that I was invested in this in the first place, but I'm definitely not invested in any of the new movies. because There's no chance he's going to be in them. So mine's kind pretty quick. Agreeing. Chris Evans in the Book of Life forever. Agreed. Cap. He's my cap. Mm-hmm. Um, so this isn't technically from this year, but I actually couldn't think of anything else, which is funny that I didn't think of White Lotus. But um, going to go back to another podcast fave, The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Um, Mousak, because I feel like there was so much more story potential with him. He could have been. Oh, yeah. He could have been cool. to to um, Siri. What what's his name is to Kali to Khaleesi, you know, the oh, loyal the Jorah. Yeah, Jorah. what Jorah is, right? That's he could have been that. I just feel like there was so much more story to be had with him for his position, like where he's positioned and everything. Um, so I I actually think story-wise would have been better to keep him. And honestly, I probably would have switched him out for Queen Calanthe, but she died anyway. So well, it kind of worked mm-hmm. out. I mean, I think it was fine. That was she seems like a slightly terrible person and uh and you know again story-wise works better if she's not around so i mean i got so i got half of my equation i still admit to not fully understanding the rule of surprise but i keep wanting to rule use rule of it. surprise we should start using it i know rule of surprise using it all the time but i know i, I use, use it, it but i don't but i don't know how it works i mean i'm not going to waste time explaining it to you now but i'll explain it no no, no. i just right. rule of surprise you passed me Asher. When you, now I get to eat you sandwich. owe a debt to yeah. someone. When you owe a debt to someone, they can say, "I want to be paid by the rule of surprise." So that means the next thing in your life that you find out about, and that could be that you come home and your crop yielded an extra right. satchel of apples, or whatever, or or I or I buy your kid a lot of He-Man so figures. So rule of surprise. You would have be, to take them. So shy. Is there a surprise? No. If you owe me something and I call rule of surprise, the next Amazon package that shows up at your door, I get to keep. <laughs> that I would be a rule of like surprise. Protein shakes. Protein shakes uh, and cables. <laughs> and cables. cables. <laughs> And XLR cables. All right, Lily, you're gonna you're gonna start round four. Go for it. So this one is is very personal, and I only and but it's very specific. It's a bit niche. I only bring it up because if there, I'm not even kidding, guys. If I have t- more than people have thought about Jack not making it on that door, like he could have totally fit on the door, he didn't have to die. I literally think to myself all the time that Ryan Gosling's character, and this is a huge spoiler 
doesn't have to die in driver and he and in my mind I, i'm often like but like he could survive because you hey, kind of left unknown. isn't that the, no, he, like, dies. Dri- the he dies the driver dies but yeah he dies the drive? driver from drive from drive the driver from drive dies his name is just driver right he doesn't have a yeah name he's just the movie. driver oh. the driver oh, I, he dies okay. um such a great movie um it doesn't matter to watch the movie it just won't make a difference it's still so good but I literally, in my mind, think about the fact that, like, him and Gary Mulligan together. I'm like, it hurts me. And he should 100% be traded for fucking Oscar Isaac, who is okay, the worst don't. In that No, 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 no. Not no, the no, actor, no, no, no. No, the no, character no. who gets out of prison and immediately puts Ryan Gosling in danger. I was Not just the saying, actor. I would never harm Oscar don't. himself. Please don't speak but his character is, Oscar. I mean, is real shit in that movie. I, I love that movie. I'm pulling a mom here, and all I remember is his cool jacket. Because his cool jacket is the best part of the movie. He's such a cool, cool Sidebar, sidebar, guy. Lil, how much do you want Oscar Isaac to smell your armpit? Oh, <laughs> oh sidebar. That's the, I, if there the viral was, moment if there we're one, in right now where he like right, smelled and then a, kissed Jessica Chastain's armpit. Shy, if there is one moment we are in, like we are so deep in this pandemic that, that the thing that is getting everyone incredibly excited is that Oscar Isaac smelled Chastain's armpit. And I am so confident and like in it. my body odor, her side. Yeah. even without deodorant, because I generally smell pretty damn good. That, that is something I could even be comfortable with. Like if, if Oscar Isaac, like I'm not saying there's other things I'd be comfortable with. Well, like with him around, but you'd I, be pretty confident about that I, move. I definitely don't want him to like smell. Oh, you don't want him to. I thought you were saying, oh, he could no, go no. for it. Like smell a fart. <laughs> I'm just imagining. Wait, him. you don't have confidence in your fart smell? No, I don't want him to smell like that, or like going to the bathroom after me if I'm coming out. <laughs> you mean now when you say going to the bathroom? Do you mean? The powder well, my pee doesn't smell. Right I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you. Mean you. The, do you mean <laughs> nobody the used room? the powder room in Jai's house because someone's always pooping in there? Because you <laughs> destroyed the, the one next everyone. to where everybody eats. Us? That me, that Lily, your children, everyone, everyone, my husband, everyone, everyone. Our parents, mom, no, mom, everybody uses that bathroom. <laughs> everyone. There Anyways, are I'm just three saying, other like, bathrooms in the house. Sometimes so, I just I leave my house and go to your house to use it. Just it's a really good bathroom. The point is that I feel confident he gets smell my armpit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but that is um, the viral moment. We are this is a pop culture podcast. Show. We have to stay current. So okay. um so promising young woman, the main character, Carrie Mulligan's character, Cassandra. Totally agree. I I had really, I that was gonna be on my list. I really, really would have liked her to have lived, and I don't care who's in her place. I mean any one of the any terrible of people idiots. except for Laverne Cox could could be yeah. could could have could have uh could have taken her place and I that's just you know and I and we've talked we talked a lot about that film why it's what it means to the story for her to have died what it would have meant if she didn't yada 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 I just I want her back stick anyone in 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 that place instead that I, I that movie I think that movie and one night in Miami. I think about those movies pretty much every day from this year, and 
I think that yeah. says a lot for a year of movies when there's two movies. I think the the last movie in recent years that has had that type of effect on me is Jojo Rabbit, where I think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, daily. absolutely. I put Promising Young Woman up there with Jojo Rabbit. Those those three movies are movies I think about daily of recent classics that are going to make it through where I say to people, you have to see this movie. And so, yeah, um, for me, I'm just going to close out and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go after a classic, a movie we, we consider one of the greats. Point Break has one flaw. Point Break has one flaw. And that is in the final act when Keanu Reeves lets Angelo Pappas, played by Gary Busey, gets shot in the back. A fellow officer gets shot in the back. I forget when. But I guess it's to save Laurie Petty's character. But I just... I, a good guy Busey... Bad guy Busey is there to get shot. But when a good guy Busey dies, I'm always sad. So that one's always bummed me out. I think it's the one flaw in Point Break. I would have liked to see a Point Break 2 where Pappas has to learn how to surf. And uh, they go chasing after Bodie because he didn't really die in the the Great Wave or whatever that thing is called. All right, let's kick it to shout us and Rex. Can, I have. Can I go first? Can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. hit it. Um, I'm gonna go first because I gotta go get grab my baby. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm gonna go quick. Nine Perfect Strangers. Now I'm at the point where I need. I don't need it to be one of you, but I need someone else to watch it because I'd like to talk about it with someone. The story is going in a place at this exact moment that I guess is a bit predictable. And I'm not sure. I, I do. I guess I need to see it through to the end. But the acting is, I mean, it's the act, the cast is so Luke Evans, Melissa I, McCarthy. I, um, Bobby I think Cannavale, it's, I, I have to say, I Regina fully support, Hall, Nicole Kidman. I fully support a comp a comeback for Brunson Pinchot. Many so I'm glad just, that this is happening. Is he in it? Oh, he's part. not in it. Why? I thought it was the sequel of Perfect Strangers. You're in. Oh my no. gosh, shy. It is not. They should have it cast him though, just but, based but on that. But Manny, is it Manny Jacinto? Is that his, how you pronounce his name? From Good Place, plays someone pretty serious in it. Mm. Um, who played, what's his name on The Good Place? I don't remember um, his name. Um... The one from Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. who I'm talking about. Um, but the cast is amazing. The 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 oh wait, Michael Shannon, um, Asher Ketty, if you watch any of the Australian shows. Um You're just gonna tell us the is, whole cast. Go I'm just saying the list. cast isn't incredible. The the acting if there's is more than nine I people, they'll all be annoyed. I, I find it really interesting. I'm curious if other people like it. Um and then I just want to say that, um, yeah, this last episode, I everybody's watching Ted Lasso. You don't have to recommend it, but huge shout out, obviously, to Sophia Becky's dear friend, who was Sophia in Sophia Barkley, Sophia Barkley, who was who just crushed it mm-hmm. as ER doc. Um, she was amazing. Very and she excited had a scene, to see her. So exciting, and she did a wonderful job. It really looks like acting is easy, but I can't imagine how difficult. Just, being in a scene with Jason Sudeikis. It's so funny watching doctor. her act and it'd be like, well, she just, it just seems like she is that doctor. Yeah, she's like, great. So it's great. It's great. I like, recommend it just everybody to go back and watch this episode of Ted Lasso, which was a great episode and pay attention to that scene. 
That was a great episode, so, though. That was probably yeah. the best episode of the season. That was the most significant episode of the and season. If you're was. not sure exactly who she is, I certainly hope you save the stories on the Pancake or Friday Night Movie account of me posing with her on screen. Uh, from our, because I'm pretty I did sure do I that because I was very excited. That, and I believe in that episode is called Man City. So check that episode out. It's um, really all right. good. So yeah. Oh, go ahead. Um, I don't know. Lily's okay. I think Lily's done. So I this I start. So I watch. Okay, st- I'm, I started the show The Chair on Netflix with Sandra O. Oh. Um, I'm loving it so far. I'm just on episode four, and I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I hope it keeps up and stays this great. I can't wait to finish it. And I'm just hoping the energy for me stays this high. And then I can give my mom and I told you show for it. Cause so far I absolutely adore it. It's created and written by Amanda Pete. And she's, I mean, like, it's so awesome so far. I really do recommend it. We'll see only three episodes in. Then I watched the most recent season of Grace and Frankie, but it was only four episodes and then it just stopped. Are there more episodes coming? Can someone let me know what's happening? It just seemed weird. I can't tell if it was a half season or if there's another season. So it was cute. I mean, I'm at this point, I have to tell you, I'm watching it for June Diane Raphael. Like, I like the whole show and I'm in it, but she's she's what keeps me coming back. She's my favorite there's, part of the show. Uh, there are going to be, it looks like, oh, wow, 16 episodes. They're going to get to over 100 episodes of this show, it looks like. That's impossible of Grace and Frankie. Each, I think you must be looking at a different show because each season only has like eight episodes. That doesn't it make says, any sense. It says, oh, sorry, no. It says 94 episodes. It's going to be That doesn't make to, any sense. It has How seven seasons and the, each season has in oh, the I guess teens. Like 10 or that 12, actually makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's going to well, have 90 something episodes. June Diane Rayfield is my, is my favorite part of that show, honestly. Give her, give her a spinoff. Yeah. She's great. Um, all right, that's all. That's really what I've been watching this week. Uh, all right, me. Dad turned me on to Jack Irish on Acorn, one of his Australian shows starring um, Guy Pierce. Very, very cool. I watched the first, it, there's three movies cool. and then it's a few seasons. Good murder mystery, private eye kind of show about a lawyer uh, who's has some personal tragedy down in his luck and now is solving mysteries you know for the sake of finding justice for people who would otherwise not be able to figure out who killed these people so very cool loving only murders in the building been watching oh, that right. that one right. is so I've much been watching that, that too I've been Steve that Martin too. Martin Short Selena Gomez great I recommended it as well, it was my recommendation oh she is still the, there the, the the production value the production value is amazing the writing is hilarious Martin Short is hilarious the music so it's not it's 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 artsy but it's not overdone Martin Short and Steve Martin can be can overdo it together because they're so classic and funny together but they don't overdo it it's really great loving heels still watch heels on stars get the free trial to watch it do whatever you can and then. I'm going to subscribe or get a trial to CBC Gem, which is CBC's streaming service that you can get in the States. That's a reach. To, to watch Moonshine, 
which stars Jen Finnegan, who I am a huge fan of. She was in Andover, and we went to Dawson College together. Ah. Uh, and this show looks delightful. It's already been renewed for a second season. I want to get on the ground floor. So uh, I'm really excited for it. It premieres on September 14th. So I will be, and I will report back slash make you watch it. And with that, uh, let's do the handles and things like that. Beck, where can people follow you? At Paper BK Princess on Twitter. And where can people follow Lily? Because she's doing baby things. Um, at Chichi, C-H-I-C-H-I-K, Gomez on Twitter. And we're going to do a quick out today. You can follow me at Pancake for Table on Twitter and Instagram. All the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Friday Night Movie. The theme music's going to kick in, and we are going to dance our way into this lovely evening. Check the notes for all the things we support and for the theme music stuff. Love you. Bye. Friday Night Movie fans, our buy of the week this week was the movie Denial, starring Rachel Weisz and Tom Wilkerson. This is a film about a real-life courtroom drama where Professor Deborah Lipstadt defended herself against uh, a Holocaust denier in court uh, named David Irving. This is a phenomenal film we watched and discussed over Yom Kippur and had an amazing discussion about truth and freedom of speech and anti-Semitism. We highly recommend this fantastic film. So it is going to be our buy of the week. Check it out.